Welcome to George and Charlie Off the Bridle. You're listening to episode 15 of the Racing Podcast, hosted by trainers George Scott, Charlie Fellows, along with myself, Tony Rushmer, very definitely not a racehorse trainer. Brought to you in partnership with our friends Fitstairs Bookmakers. In this episode, we'll chat about what's been happening on the track, action in the sales ring, and various other elements from the world of Scott and Fellows. George, Charlie, hello. Oh, that was a very that was a very short cut in. That was uh... no, I was just teeing you up. Normally, I'll give the first word to George Scott. He's Tony looks like Rudolph. He's got a big red plonker on him. Hey. Thank you. This should be not sponsored by <laughs> Fitstairs, but by Lemsip. Um, first word normally with George Scott, but seeing as we're recording in the heart of Bedford House Stables, I think it's only fair that we offer the floor to uh, Charlie Fellows, our host. Charlie, how very kind. As you can hear, poor audience are. are Beloved Tony is severely under the weather with a serious case of man flu. Uh, very kind of him to come and give it to the, the, me and George, which is... I've already had it. You've had it, have you? I had it over the sales. Um, I had a real chuckle to myself yesterday because uh, on Instagram, God. if you follow either George or his wife, you, uh, you got the pleasure of seeing him trying in vain to put together a pram because his, because any minute now George's lovely wife Polly is is about to drop how did that go George it looked like it was a rather frustrating afternoon for you took the whole of the Japan South Africa game for you to get it together <laughs> yeah I, I, it was one of those things I've been putting off and off and off and anyway I sat sat down to watch the Japan game and and yeah, it, why is it so complicated? Why don't you just deliver? I suppose you can't. My uncle, who's actually having a baby, as, who's just had a baby, said that he had his delivered, but I didn't realise you could have it delivered. What make is it? Um, it's called the Fox. I'm it's not sure. The Fox. It's called the Fox. And um, I, I have no idea, but it did take, <clears throat> as I said, it took the whole game plus half time to get it, um, get it done and Polly had to help me in junctures as well which which uh, was a bit frustrating it's fantastic you can be my sort of because my, my wife is also having a baby uh, so exciting which wow. is very exciting I hope there's the same sex as mine because they're not going out with it's your, not the same so. sex as yours oh it's a boy isn't it's it boy, sorry yeah. it's a boy yeah. oh god yeah they'll be in the same they'll year they'll be in the same year crazy yeah um, you'll probably go to that posh school there and I'll be in the like, <laughs> no that's not true um, but uh, will, ha- will he have a title it's brilliant because you can <laughs> will he have a title no he won't have a title George that's a shame uh, it's, we can buy one apparently mighty <laughs> when's 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 your wife when's Vicky due we've Timed it beautifully, Tony. Absolutely bang for the slap, uh, for the beginning of the flat season next year, April the fourth. So, um, well, you don't have anything for the guineas, do you? We, I might do uh, after this afternoon when King, oh, King Carney hacks up in okay. the listed race. No, he's not on guineas horse. Uh, no, nothing for the guineas. Um, but that doesn't matter. It's still going to be a pain. Um, Poorly timed, George. Not as well timed as you. No, we're very fortunate. You've but it's a ble- it's a blessing either way. You know, whenever they come, but you can test the water with all of these things. Tell me what to do, and what not to do. Life, life changer, fantastic. Life changer, guys. Honestly, yeah. no, it's going to be good. Sleepless nights. Yeah, I will have. Um, I will be able to give you the rundown on yeah. all these. I just put. I was just putting a car seat in at home then, and it, I timed <laughs> that perfectly as well because as Polly drove around the corner, I was putting him on. Oh, no, I didn't. She didn't ask me, so that was great. Oh, like, good books, really good. Books. And you're off to Bista Village today. 
Well, well no, no, but no, no, no. Basically, what happened was last week at the sales, we had a scan, a very important scan, and um, I, I was having a bit more action than I'd anticipated. So, having a previously agreed to go on the scan, I sort of went round. So, I very quickly had to put something in the diary for this week, which is about staying in a nice hotel, in the artist residence or something down in Bicester. Oh, you're going away for the evening? Yeah, going down to stay in this nice, a nice hotel. What happens if she? Well, we're not too far from London. Right. It's not too far, so we'll just nip to London. When is her actual due date? A couple of weeks. In two weeks' time? Yeah. Okay, so... But no, but... but, but she appa- No, she could come any minute, but <laughs> the, the recent scan indicates that it could... Yeah, she, could, she could come. The idea of you as a father just... It just, <laughs> just, just doesn't work in my head at the moment. <laughs> Charlie, it was rather nice yeah. of you the other day. I was reading Owner Breeder, and there was a lovely article on Charlie in there where he listed his racing hero. Have you read the article? No, but I've... I mean, I've been told... Racing hero, George Scott. Yeah, sadly, yeah. He is my racing True. hero. Yeah. yeah. Father figure. There's a lot I admire about George Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about um, George Scott and Charlie Fellows, we've, um, we've been busy at the sales independently. We did, we did touch on the Irish sales and Fellows' um, knack of ending up in the bar at four o'clock every afternoon. But we've been flat out here at, um, at Newmarket and we've, we've bought, we've purchased the two syndicate horses and... Um, um, it is actually a remark. This is a remarkable story because when you go to the sales, you look at remarkable is pushing it slightly. Well, it is mildly, quite, uh, mildly. I mean, it's quite. It is. A, it is. I think it is actually because when you go to the sales, you think of how many yearlings you've looked at over the last month. When you include like Donny, because we were looking at Donny. When you include Donny, Tats Island, yeah, and then all the horses at um, Tatsals at uh, Newmarket. You think how many we've looked at, and yet we landed. We managed to find two yearlings that independently, both without even without even consulting each other, we both really liked and settled on and bought. So I, I left the sale early. Um, uh, left Tattles Island early, and I was just going through the results. And anyway, I saw this Swiss Spirit horse hadn't been sold. Anyway, I loved him at the time. I thought he would make that. I was just travelling down to a small Irish farm. And oh god, I had to you go had early. To I had an appointment. You had to go to Coolmore <laughs> to see Maria Niarcos's yearlings. Yeah, which is always a great pleasure. Anyway, so I was just going down to the small Irish farm, which Fellows has never been to, and um, their valuable time. The last thing they wanted <laughs> yeah. to do was show you the I know, yearlings. I do feel so oh. insignificant. The poor guys having to pull out yearlings. So <laughs> Michael Stout's popped down. John, God, oh, we got George Scott today. Graffa, yeah. the new sort of French <laughs> sensation. George Scott in the yeah. Sorry, they must be like, yeah, God, do me a favour. Yeah. Anyway, he so... He probably doesn't even drop either, do you? Do you give them any money for your services? No. God, no? No, no. I wouldn't. I don't, I don't think they'd expect that, that's for sure. Um, but uh, very amazing, actually. Maria's got some... Maria Niarcos, who uh, very, very fortunately trained some of the... I'm very low down the, the rank of trainers, quite rightly, but she's got some amazing yearlings this year. But anyway, that's by the by. So I ring fellows, I say, Charlie, have you, I'll pass it over to you, have you seen this Swiss Spirit horse that was unsold? And funnily enough, he goes... I actually had underbid it. He'd underbid the horse. Yeah, I had liked it and I'd underbid it uh, as a horse for our syndicate. And I hadn't realised that actually the, the, the vendor had bought it back. We, uh, we, I then went and spoke to them, and they we managed to make a deal. We're at eighteen, we bought at eighteen grand, um, and so that was number one done, which was great. And it was a horse that independent. We didn't have without even consulting each other. We both liked, 
We then came back to Newmarket. But I then have this barrage of abuse, which is sort of half tongue in cheek, half serious from fellows. Every so often I get a random phone call. Oh, I'm going to train that horse. I love that horse. You'll bugger it up. You don't know how to train that horse. So I was like, listen, mate, we've got loads of horses. Anyway, we get, we've got loads of horses and we'll, um, you know, we'll find you something. Well, then we get to Newmarket and we're both stood together and we're chit-chatting with her and we both see this massive, this lovely big horse just boom, striding around the, um, the collection ring. So we sort of both look at it independently and it's by Zoffany, who's obviously a fantastic um, young stallion. He's well capable of getting a, a good horse and he's especially done well with his fillies. You know, he's had a group one winner this year, a two-year-old. Anyway, we were striding around the ring and I was like, bloody hell, that's a really nice horse. So... Um, you know, we followed him through. Charlie and Will followed him through. I was on the phone. It was a real big thing. Go on then, give him one more, one more. And um, we managed to buy the Zoffany horse. He's an absolute he was, beauty. He was a very, very good looking horse. Very nice, big, scopey horse. Uh, and he's also very well related. He is a, from a Jobmont family. His dam is a half-sister to Fair Eva, who was favourite oh, right. for the Guineas for Roger Charlton and finished fifth, I think, in the Guineas. And Herculean, who's also quite a good horse as well so it's, it's not a bad Jumpmont family at all um and I think they're probably both actually very well bought I think we've come away feeling pretty pleased with what we've got and well I've got them both in with me actually so as it stands there my secretary is for some reason has put them down as owned by Charlie Fellows so I, my lads are a little confused it says they're in his colours his red and white colours and it says owner Charlie Fellows so they're a little confused I've now taken up training for Fellows he's <laughs> maybe outgrown his new stables already uh, so I'm breaking them in they, they've been very good and um, when I've um, sufficiently taught Charlie's horse how to be a two-year-old, I'll pass it over to him because we know he struggles <laughs> in that department. <laughs> but the plan is to break them both in. One will come over to me. One will stay with you. We're going to have a syndicate, both horses in the same syndicate. So if you're a shareholder in the syndicate, you will own a part of both horses. And we are going to have social events and just make it a really fun, enjoyable syndicate um what's so nice is that charlie you're, you train here and i train on the other side of town and you know it will be a really enjoyable morning which we will plan you know a few a few a few times in the spring and the summer to come and see this incredible yard stable that charlie's got here and also the the stable that i've just moved into and you know it'll be a lot of fun it'll be that element of competition you know we and you know we will try and do things for fun things that haven't been done before in this kind of sphere you know we'll probably bring them out if they're both ready to work in the beginning of the and we might come let them work against each other and to, you know and just have a bit of fun with it and this is very much uh, you know we're just dip, dipping our toe in the water but it's you know there's no there's no I, there's no reason excuse me why this can't be something that can grow and progress yeah. in the future but we haven't um, I'm just building a my 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 wonderful secretary is just building a website for this uh, which will probably just be a page with information and a contact we are having an event tone on the 4th of December yeah and if anyone is serious about taking a share in those, basically, when I say serious, if you come, you're taking a share. Um, if, anyone, <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to take a share, we're going to host an, an, an event with Fit Stairs on the... Wednesday, December the 4th, when, recording a podcast. We're going to have a live podcast. podcast. Live. There'll be all of the information about the horses. We anticipate selling the horses that night. And Fit Stairs are very kindly um, going to join us and put some money behind the bar. 
and it'll be a good evening and uh, you can have a chat with us about both both things so yeah. and if you're interested in that then info at georgescottracing.com send me an email and we'll send you the details so that's info at georgescottracing.com and we'll, we'll we'll get that put together and as this plan unfolds there'll be more information about potential events etc shares as we go forward is that right yeah i mean to give people an idea about share prices we haven't finalized it but we're looking between two and a half and five thousand uh, maybe two and a half for a half share and five thousand for a full share also around those lines so that's the kind of area that we're, we're thinking of uh, it's very much a club environment you know um so you know how many shareholders we've got to work out but um that by you know by the next time we sit down and do a podcast we can thrash out the numbers but i think now it's probably if you're interested is to get in touch personally through that email address and join us at the event yeah yeah exactly um so no, looking forward to it. i think it'll be a lot of fun yeah it'd be um, great we we always said that we were going to name the horses george scott and charlie fellows and charlie's keen i'm not so keen on george that is idea. jibbing i think this is probably the most <laughs> entertaining part of the whole thing but george is uh, needs a little bit of persuading but i think Personally, I think it's quite amusing to have a horse named after you. Um, mm. Well, Darren, my lab, was went past me clicking this yearling the other day, and he's going, go on, Charlie, go on. I was like, what are you, what are you on about? It's like, this is Charlie Fellows, isn't it? It's like, go on, Charlie. I was like, yeah, okay, fine. So we've already been having some fun with it. And actually, I, 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 and, you know, without kind of reiterating, without going over the same points, we these are two nice horses. I, we genuinely believe in these horses, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'll be putting m some of my owners into these horses. This is not something that we intend to pull 50 random people off the podcast, off the street. Like you will be involved with our, with our owners. And I've already had a lot of interest from my owners. And I know Ch Charlie, Charlie has too. Joe Soys, a great owner of Charlie's, has been messaging me on um on Instagram about it. I actually put a Zoffany Colt up on there on spec and he's, he put a question about how much. I didn't quite have the confidence to sort of tie him up, but uh, he can come into the podcast. <laughs> so it will be, it's, we don't see this as a gimmicky kind of thing. This is a thing that we're taking very seriously and that we, you know, we've bought two nice horses for. What do we make of the sales all around, guys? I mean, it's been the centre of the, the racing world, the Bloodstock World, Newmarket, the last fortnight. It looked incredibly competitive and hard to get it done. Are you both pleased with what work you've been able to, to get through over the last fortnight, Charlie? I think it's been, it's been very hit and miss, isn't it? I think it's feast or famine if you're selling. Uh, when you've got a horse that hits and lots of people like, you're making an absolute fortune. But if they miss, then it's hard. Um, I am very happy with what I came away with. We bought... What have you got on spec, mate? We might as well use this as a bit of a window to sell something. Um, I have got, at the moment, I've got a Siuni filly on spec. Fantastic, Sarah, isn't it? Very Is that, good, was Sarah. That from what a manner. Yeah, nice, big, lovely. scopey filly. And I've got a free eagle that we bought out in Fairy House on spec. Is that it? I think I've sold most of the rest, yeah. Right, you're doing well. Well, it's it's actually a bit annoying. I think I'm going to have to, I, I was, I might need, I, I should have bought one more. I was a bit short. I wasn't, expect, someone came and took two out of the blue. Uh, and um, slightly. Um, That's so depressing for me, by the way, when I hear that. That really hurts. <laughs> trust me, George has got absolutely no problem getting yearlings in and selling them. He is an no, I've only got one left. master at it. I've got you should do, there should be on the trainer's course. I was thinking about this the other day. On the trainer's course in, uh, at Newmarket that you, do, that you have to do in order to get your trainer's licence, there should be a lecture that you do on how to A, get, horse, get owners into your yard and B, sell yearlings. It is the most, you are the most gifted person I've ever come across. Hey, I'm not, I'm just honest. You're... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just an all-round good guy. I'm, I'm just scrolling back through my WhatsApps from from earlier, which I mean, fellas, we talk way too much. I know. Okay, so I was well, I was racing at Newmarket the other day, and Charlie's got these uh, pair, two owners who are managed by Matt Coleman, the Bloodstock Engine, is fantastic guy, and these two chaps who have have had a lot of success and have some horses with fellows. Anyway, I recognised one of them at the bar, and and went to get a drink and ended up having a, just a chat with him. I got a selfie from, uh, got a selfie with him and sent, cause they're like kind of, they have horses with lots of people. They've got a few with Charlie and very much kind of like one of Charlie's owners. And I, and fellow, fellows go, swear on me, you really do get everywhere. This yeah. is what's that. We're missing a massive trick here. We should go into training partnership. I'll train the horses and you put in the punters. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be good. And literally the next day, they they announced that training partnerships were going to be, you know, were going yeah. to be allowed. And then the next message actually is funny because this this does make me laugh. He goes, "Are you running at Bath?" And I said, "No, mate. I'm st- I'm going straight to the sale with Rahi." He goes, "Probably best." Gets chinned at <laughs> chinned at two to one on. <laughs> anyway, I have I, this reminded me, and you don't know I know this. Oh, for God's sake! But this made me laugh a huge amount on the weekend. I went to Royal. I went to Ascot on Saturday. Great day, really good day's racing, and I got invited to a very prominent owner's box to go and have lunch. <laughs> And recently, George has written this owner a nice letter saying if there's any chance that you might have some yearlings going, I'd, you know, I'd absolutely love to train for you, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and he spelt the owner's name wrong. Yeah, no. <laughs> I did, but and I still, I've been too embarrassed to ask what, what, what did I spell Philippa, wrong? you spelt Philippa wrong. <laughs> you, I think you did double L and one P and it's actually <laughs> one L and two Ps. <laughs> anyway, she told me this, Philippa Cooper, by the way, she told me this, and laughing <coughs> hysterically at Asuka. And I thought it was brilliant. And I was like, I'll, I will save that t- t- for the podcast. But, but, but funnily enough, I was so conscious of this kind of coming up and trying to pass me. It was very much like, I would love to train for you, provided I like Charlie gets his horses and I get one that wasn't going to Charlie. I was just so, yeah, no, I did go on my Instagram to find a voice, a, uh, a message from Philip saying, thank you for your lovely letter. Uh, but you did spell my name wrong. That- <laughs> So yeah, that's no idea. Yeah, that would be that would be lesson number one in your lecture that you give to people when Should they do their trainers' license. You, uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. So I will do my reconnaissance a little better, but I did receive a nice email from her saying that you, I wasn't getting a yearling. Did you go to Ascot? No, 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 I wasn't. I we were at home. No, and it looked fantastic. It looked a great day. I mean, I just want to start with Stratovarius because. Um, I was listening to the racing TV, racing UK about the pundits, about talking about changing of the guards and all that stuff. I mean, what a load of bollocks. Like he, he has been well documented to absolutely hate soft ground. And, you know, he's had a long season and he was just taking, uh, you know, and I, 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 I can't, I can, I would have a bet now that he would just rattle through the end next season and do it all over again. I don't think he lost anything in defeat whatsoever no, i completely i completely agree with you the, the the funny one is i i found he's had as you said he's had a very long and hard season but after he won the lonsdale you completed the that, that group for you know, you know they won, won the, the million won the weatherby's million again i found it i was surprised that they then went and ran at doncaster even though it was a wheat race after such a long year, it, it just surprised me that he went to Doncaster rather than freshen him up and go to Ascot. Maybe they were worried about the ground. They thought he might get beaten fresh or not. And they want, you know, 
But I don't know. I just, I, I, yeah, well, he didn't run race. at Doncaster last year. Yeah. Uh, they went from the Lonsdale into the, into the Ascot. And I wonder maybe if, that just I took the edge off him slightly. Possibly, uh, probably not, but. But no, look, what's also nice is that um, Kew Gardens is a, you know, he's a, a ledger winner, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, what's also nice is we're seeing the ledger really kind of come back into the importance in the sense it was slightly lost, but we're seeing these three-year-olds develop into nice staying cup horses. Well, I think the BHA, really cool. the BHA are doing some really good things with the staying programme, uh, encouraging people to buy stayers, encouraging them people to put them in training because I think they got lost yeah, there was such an emphasis on buying speed and precocity that the new program winning, you know, they put a lot of money into yeah. maidens, a lot of money into the sort of staying races. And maybe that is just slowly starting to uh, to bear fruit. Which yeah, is good. no, no, it's Could great. only be a good thing. Uh, yeah, it sets it up. The Gold Cup next year, the rematch, you know, it should be fantastic, exactly. shouldn't it? It would and, be one of the races of the week. And we all, I mean, you know, Everyone just loves a stare, don't they? You know, yeah. we, even even the purists. I mean, especially excuse me, the purists. You know, it's fun, it's a fantastic division. I mean, you you, you, you love it. Maybe Weatherby's Hamilton might put on their million again now that they can see that it's not going to be all a piece of cake for Stradivarius. I doubt that very <laughs> much. But it. and um, other highlights, other highlights of the day. I mean, uh, the Richard Hannon horse was so impressive. He was very impressive. Wow, yeah. God, good Seriously. horse prospect. Seriously good horse. And, and star catcher Frankie's 250th Group 1 winner. 250 That's Group 1s. Amazing. That's extraordinary. Amazing. amazing. I mean, incredible achievement. Uh, speaking to Frankie at the races the other day, he's not stopping. He's got this, then he's got the Breeders' Cup, then he's going to go and get locked up in Japan for a month. He's riding in Japan for a whole month. Is he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I said, what are you on? What? I said, you're no phone. He said, yeah, no phone Monday to Friday. And you live by by their rules. But he wants why is he, to, why is he doing that? I don't know. He wants to go and do it. I, I didn't really get into the nuts and bolts of it. I said to you, what are you on about? He said, oh, no, I've never done it before. I, he's loving, he's just loving riding. And like, you know, I think he, you know, I think he'd probably be obviously being paid a lot of money. He'll raise huge crowds in Japan. So, you know, but he, I think he wants to go and prove himself on every level at the moment. You know, he's got that confidence, that enjoyment in riding. He knows he's not going to be riding for a long time. But it did take me aback. I said, come on, when are we going on holiday? When are we going skiing? He said, no, no, I'm working all winter. Well, that's amazing. I, I, it shows you the, the fire is still very much in his belly. Yeah. No chance of him retiring quite yet. No, well, no, exactly. No, absolutely not. There's no reason for him to, is it? Yeah. Is there? If we were talking about um, a moment ago, we touched on stays staying in training. Of course, Enable stays in training, guys. How do I we... Did, uh, I did not see it coming. I didn't see that coming didn't at all. Didn't see it coming at all. That was fantastic. Epic. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like like Frankie saying saying as a jockey, enable is a it's a win for racing. It's fantastic, you know. She she transcends the sport like no other. Uh, Khalid Abdullah uh, is you know he's getting on a bit, and I you know I think if horses like her don't come around very often, and quite rightly he says I want to race. You know that's why he's into it. Uh, and she might not have won a third arc this year, but you wouldn't want to bet against her, would you? October twenty twenty. No, no, no. If the uh, you know, ground did her I, in, the ground, yeah, the ground, did it. it was so 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 soft. The ground did her in, and better ground. You've got to think she would have won that. But variables um, beat good horses. I know this. I, I've never really believed in this thing that good horses go on any ground. Great horses go on any ground. I've never really. I and then everyone goes, "Oh, Frankel dead." Well, like Frankel's not even. You know, he's a free. You know, he's won a, once in a lifetime. Mm. 
Um, and you know, it wasn't she didn't go in it. She just got outstayed by a bloody talented horse in his own right. Which of oh, which God. of your great horses didn't go on any ground? <laughs> <laughs> James Garfield hated soft ground. Managed to get him in again. That must be the fifteenth week in a row. Um, but no, it will it will stop it, and it did stop. It. And I think just he managed to get himself into a really good position. But he had to work to get there, Frankie. He just had to work early on to get there. And, you know, firstly, she was slightly laboured. She just took out that, uh, that tactical speed to get herself into that position. And then she probably had to use a little bit more gas to get there. Whereas if it was better ground, she would have slid up into there mm. and finished her race off a bit better. But it was a, such a shame. I, know, I mean, everyone think. was... Yeah. I think everyone wanted it to win. Yeah. Well, I think the fact we've got her back next year means that racing has a lot to the flat has a lot to look forward to already. You know, six seven months time racing returns and enables in training. I think that's good for our sport. It's she, fantastic. She she's finished for this year. She's yeah. not going to the Breeders' Cup, and that was a good decision as well. Yeah. I think that was a really good decision because she's had a hard race there. Yeah. And what about magical? Yeah. I mean, what about magical? She goes to the arc. She's basically used as a glorified pacemaker. In, in a sense, she goes absolutely flat out for a mile and three, falls, falls in a heap, comes back, wins the champion stakes. Correct. I mean, the, um, was it champion stakes? Yeah, yeah champion stakes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the- yeah. Wins the champion stakes and by God, she'll be on that plane. She'll be in that Breeders' Cup. Yeah, of course she will. Yep, off she goes. <laughs> it is just, it's remarkable. She's amazing. I mean, she's yeah. like found. Yeah. Found. I mean, yeah. and to me, they are, the, that is the coolest part of the game is watching this yeah. I, I want to I actually on a serious note you'd laugh at me I really wanted to find, find out what Aiden did with her between the arc every day and the champion stakes do you think she would have breezed or not between the two or do you think she would have just had one steady canter every day or? How, what was the time what was the, what two, was the two weeks two weeks 14 I, days I doubt she's done much at all I would, I would say she's just cantered every day so do you, do you think they would have gone out um, you know if you if she was yours, I mean you've trained some nice fillies. If she was yours, they're running two weeks later. They race yeah. and they have a lead out and a pick of grass oh, the day after. Yeah. yeah. And then would you get them back under tack or would you give them a day on the walker? No, I'd get them. They, they mine would be under tack two days. They'd have one day off and then and then under tack again. And then you'd trot them. They'd have a hat canter on the first day, literally. Well, up so the you town. wouldn't give them a day's trotting. No. They yeah. do. They do four foot on a little. Hang on, let me take some notes here from the great man. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've we've talked about the older horses. Have we been excited by any of the two-year-old performances that we've seen? I, I'm Pina Tubo didn't quite light up the Roly Mile like he did in Ireland, but Ireland was obviously incredibly special, and he's still an unbeaten two-year-old going into his three-year-old campaign. Yeah, he was awesome. I mean, as you say, he didn't light it up and everything, which is fair enough. But he did, and he did in a way. He proved his versatility. Yeah. he's a champion. And he, he only has to turn up in the guineas unless good old take four. on their other. Five to four. Have baby. what you like on it. You're basically betting five to four that he stays sound or wins. Really? Winter. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Stay sound or win. What, what's going to be sound him? and wins. That is your vote. No, no, exactly. You're, yeah. you're an even money shot that the horse turns up on, the, uh, on, on that Saturday in May. Same time as Charlie's baby. Yeah, I d- I'm not sure. I, d- I'm, I don't. I'd like, but, but who, like, we keep saying, we keep thinking they're going to come forward. They're going to, Aiden's bound to have all these horses, but they're not there. They don't get anywhere near oh, what's on, what's on? What's Fab got, though? Fab. Well, he's got Earthlight, but you yeah. think they'll keep them apart. He's got two, the three best two-year-olds by Shamadar. Shamadar, I know. The Lagadere winner, Earthlight, and who is, fan- I really love that little horse, Earthlight. I thought he was Terrible. very, very, very impressive. But yeah. I get, you know, maybe, the they'll, maybe they'll stay in France. 
They're not going to race Earthlight and Penatubo against each other. No. I wouldn't. They win them both, won't they? Back to back weeks. Yeah, yeah and then they can well. meet in the and then St James Palace. Let's see them then. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Penatubo go up and trip after the Guineas. He's seven to one, I think, for the Derby. I mean that. I that's, mean, that's stretching him out. I mean, it? my first bloody sighting of Penatubo is when I went to that um, two-year-old race, the conditions race at. Um, Epsom without my dragon command. They won a cellar the other day, didn't they? <laughs> they won a cellar. Yeah. yeah. So wins are wins. Small fish are sweet. Yeah. Especially <laughs> at this time of year. It's running tomorrow in the nursery and he is for sale. Uh, but Penatipo <laughs> just came out down that Tattenham corner. Do you remember? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Um, no. So, you, you know, but I mean, you, there are no alternatives at the moment, no creditable alternatives. I agree. I, I agree. Um, and just in terms of the Phillies, obviously we saw. Nice filly, the Prince Prince Carla to win the Philly Smile. Palmer. You've got a feel for Palmer. I, it's not often I feel for Hugo Palmer, but in that occasion <laughs> I did feel yeah, for I Hugo Palmer big time because I think I'm not convinced the best filly won that day. Really? No, no I, I don't think she did a tap in front. I think she stopped and I think she got done by uh, by Rogers Philly. Uh, look, Rogers Philly is a very, very nice and did a lot wrong. I don't think she handled the dip that great, not as yeah. well as Hugo's did. Just learning. Just but learning. I just thought, I thought Hugo's Philly was just pulled up in front. And I think had had they been a bit more patient or you got a lead for a bit further, no no one did anything wrong. James Dore didn't do anything wrong. So if they renew acquaintances, I, you, I would not Rowley be betting. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be backing Rogers. I'd, okay. I'd back Hugo's. And do you think quadrilateral, daughter of Frankel, do you think she's a type for the Oaks or do you think actually no, she, she is definitely. a miler? No, definitely. <clears throat> definitely. I mean, if I was having, she, definitely an Oaks filly. She an looks, she, would get, she might be outpaced. She looked like she got outpaced slightly yeah. Philly's mile. So I've got no, it should definitely stay further. That, Maybe Hugo's a bit sharper. Yeah. Hugo's more of a Guineas type, um, quadrilateral, more of an Oaks type. And, you know, I agree. I wouldn't necessarily suggest that Hugh, Rogers Philly will be rated lower than Hugo's at, no. at the end of next year, but I think it was Hugo's race to win. Yeah. You know, she, she, she should have won that race. Yeah. But there's no one to blame. It's just the way the race panned out. She, she's very talented, <clears throat> Philly, yeah. that, of uh, Hugo's. We've, 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 we've covered the sales ring. We've looked at the races. Um, how's life been, guys? Have you been up to much away from racing? Charlie, you normally have uh, one or two anecdotes and you've normally been one or two interesting places. He's been, for us? he's been storming around the place. He had a wonderful... He's been tapping up your owner. Yeah. Oh, what's, then, your, uh, what's Emma's number? Like one of my lovely own. Emma Banks, She's who legend, I think yeah. listens to this, so I'm going to be particularly nice about that, but she <laughs> was amazing. So Emma uh, works, uh, is very, very high up in the music industry. And uh, we've discussed previously, I have a band called Foles who I absolutely adore, and they did a one-off free uh, event in a in a in this amazing venue, which I'd never been to before, called House of Vans, which is under Waterloo tubes, un- tubes and it's it's literally, it lo- looks like the, under, uh, you know, underneath a big brick sort of, underneath of a of a train station it's like a sort of cellar type vibe yeah and um it was it was only 800 people and what they did is they sent out a sort of they on social media they've said if you apply here um free to your free application for 800 people will get a ticket out of the ballot i applied obviously didn't get them found out later on in the gig that 40,000 people had applied for these tickets um, so didn't get them. Anyway, I actually saw Emma at the sales about two days later. And I... It's the one moment I, 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 I dropped my guard and he snuck in. Yeah. <laughs> she was actually walking around with, with, with William Jarvis, oh, who is her number one trainer. True. 
Not deny that at all. And um, and I said, oh, are you going on Friday? She said, no. And I said, I've, I've put my name in for the ballot, but I probably won't get them. She said, well, look, if you don't get them, get in touch and I'll see what I can do. I may not be able to help you. I'll see what I can do. Anyway, I didn't get them. Message George, can you send me Emma's number? Uh, and then message Emma. And she, amazingly, she managed to get me tickets for my, me and my wife. Um, I didn't know about it until he was on his way to London. Otherwise, I definitely would have tried to come with you. I was absolutely yeah. gutted. It and was, it's so funny because there's an Instagram picture of the of the the lead singer and he he took a selfie and then put it on Instagram on his Instagram and I couldn't find Charlie anyway so I said well, where are you and you could once he was pointed out I said to him it's like where's Wally I don't know how I missed him yeah. he stood on this like, big tall thing with his phone on the side oh, oh. it was the best gig Great night. it I looked have epic ever ever been to it was unbelievable uh, so I did that and then the night before I had been asked. Uh, I'd been asked to go and um, speak at an old school event. They were doing a, an, a, an event in London, a dinner in London, and they were doing a racing theme. Anyway, I have like a WhatsApp group with a whole load of my friends from school, and they'd been talking months and months and months ago about getting tickets for this event. And I, I knew I probably wouldn't be able to go to it in the cell, so I had it. Was sort of, I slightly ignored it. I hadn't really done it anyway. A month later, I got approached by someone to go and speak. And I thought, I didn't put two and two together and realise that what I was saying I'd speak at was the same event that my mates had all bought a table for. So I said, yeah, absolutely. Think it would just be like a racing society event or something like that. People who are actually interested in racing. Uh, anyway, the, the sort of, the programme comes out and one of my mates puts it on our WhatsApp group saying, circling me, saying... Didn't realise you were talking. I was like, what? He's like, we're all going to this. He's like, no, tables have sold out, mate. You're not coming. Uh, and he was like, no, no, we bought a table months ago. There's 20 of us all going. So I was like, oh, my God, that is a nightmare. <laughs> anyway, I get there and we are told to get there slightly earlier so we can go through the plan. And it's me, Kim Bailey, Oliver Sherwood and Jamie Snowden. Right, so three jumps trainers and me. Three posh tra- jumps trainers and you. Three posh jumps trainers and, and a you know, man of the people flat trainer. Uh, and we were sitting down and Oliver Sherwood turns to me just as we we're about to go on the stage and goes, um, I, knew your, uh, I knew your aunt really well. We, were go- we went out for three years. I nearly married her. I, I mean, that caught me completely on the mat. I didn't, didn't expect that at all. Um, Uncle Oliver. He, yeah, Uncle Oliver. Anyway, could have been Uncle Oliver Sherwood. You could have been related to the trainer of the Grand National. Did he train the Grand National winner? Yeah. Many okay. clouds. Many, Many clouds. clouds. Yeah. Fantastic. Just talk. And so, and you had a nice evening. You didn't end up in a nightclub, did you? I ended up in a bar. They others ended up in a nightclub, but I bailed at about one o'clock, which is way too late anyway. But yeah. Oh, well done. Talking about Many Clouds, he sadly died, didn't he, Many Clouds, racing. And, and I just have to touch on Wicklow Brave, who's like yeah. literally one of the greatest have, horses of all time. Have you read Tanya Kindersley's... Uh, she's written a sort of... Uh, an, she's an author. She is an author. She is a writer. And I haven't come across much of her stuff, but uh, I follow her and she wrote this piece on Wicklow Brave and it is... Without doubt, one of the best pieces of writing I have heard in a very, very long time. And it sums up racing and loss and all of those emotions you feel when you lose a racehorse and all of those potential criticisms of racing when a racehorse dies. And she just, she sums it up 
absolutely yeah. amazingly. It's her blog, and isn't it? It's is her blog. Search her on Twitter. Go and read it. It is just the mm. most beautiful piece of writing. What's her name I again, please? Tanya Kindersley. Tanya, Tanya Kindersley. You must it is read it. Absolutely fantastic. I cannot recommend any more. And it is just, I've never, ever read anything that sums up racing so beautifully. It is brilliant. But it, I mean, just heartbreaking. Desperately sad. Heartbreaking. <clears throat> An incredible, incredible racehorse. On, it's just, it's just, like you know defies the laws of racing horses as to what he achieved you know and I mean, uh, county hurdle irish st ledger running in the american grand national yeah just animal was about to win horse. the american was grand national to win, he was wasn't going, he? well he was going to win it um you know a, a remarkable remarkable horse and Desperate just man. Desperately sad for everyone involved. But as I said, go and read this because it actually, you'll feel slightly better about it once after you've read it. Definitely. It yeah. is brilliant. Beautifully, beautifully written. And Good he point. must have raced against um, Prince of Aaron at some stage, would he, Wicklow? Uh, he has, you're getting very good at this. Look at that beautiful segue yeah. to, our yeah, next, yeah, yeah. to our next. You're not going to need old Rudolph here yeah. for my stronger. <laughs> <laughs> i get my coat. Uh, Yes, we must have run against each other, but I can't actually think of where. Maybe Gold Cup at Royal Ascot, maybe. I can't remember. I'm sure we've run against him. Anyway. The uh, Prince, I've, I've, I've seen you whinging on Twitter uh, this morning. I couldn't be, as soon as I read like someone, something, I just turned off. But I presume you've got a bad draw or something or something. What's the deal? Woke up. You got beat the other day, which was so frustrating. Yeah, we. so he ran, he, he ran a, an, a really, really good race two weeks ago. Finished second in the Herbert Power, which is a group two. He looked for everything like is he was going to... proper group two? Yeah. yeah. Handicap, group well, two. It was group two handicap, but they're all wow. handicaps out there. Uh, and he looked everywhere the winner. Yeah. Someone said I was listening to it. Yeah. Anyway, he got beat and he now got what collared, Got collared. And so... In order to get into the race, it still looks like we've got to win a race. And they're starting to drop. Obviously, sad news overnight. Red Verdon out. Gold Mount out. Gold Mount, I think, career over. Red, Red Verdon not career over. He's coming back to England, but he's not going to be able to run. And there's a few others. They're starting to drop. They tend to drop like flies. They're starting to drop. But I still don't think we're going to get in. We're going to have to run. Anyway, How many do you need, Charlie? How many do you need? We are now up to 35. I think. So we still need 11 out. There is at least three or four there that we're pretty sure aren't going to run, but I I don't think we're going to get in. Anyway, we're declared to run on Wednesday in the Geelong Cup. He is favourite. And with a good draw, he would have been very, very, very hard to beat. Sadly. Is that a win and you're in? No, but he will get a penalty for winning it either half a kilo or a kilo and either one would get him far enough up to get in it so it's right. basically for us it's a win and you're in but we're drawn 11 of 11 and, and we're not like there's only 11 runners so it's not like we're 20 of 20 but what I'm actually not concerned about the width if we'd been drawn 10 I wouldn't have bothered at all the problem is is he doesn't have a horse on one side of him he like does he like to and uh, in Hong Kong, don't know if you remember in Hong Kong, he was drawn 14 of 14. He jumped out and veered halfway across the track. 
Now, but the only thing is about that, he might have been a bit, he might not have mentally been in the same place he is. No, I actually had, think, I actually think in Hong Kong, he was the best he's ever been. Yeah, you said that, you yeah. said that, but it was hard to imagine he could yeah. be the best he's ever been, considering how well he campaigned and then gone to Hong Kong. It's, he yeah. might just have been a bit. I don't know. Anyway. But. So you've got to, well, stick in really the right hand. me. Well, this is the stick thing. Stick in the right hand. We learned a big lesson in Hong Kong and we got the same jockey. Straight out the stools. Just so, tell him from me, two down the shoulder. The jockey will know this time what to expect. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I mean, I'm not worried about it. I that. don't know. I'm, we'll see. Anyway. You're not going he'll yet. Not, he'll love. You're not going out yet. When are you going out? I'm going, I fly on Tuesday. Oh, do you? So you'll be there for that? No, no. He runs this, he runs two days oh, time. Oh, next Tuesday. I fly so next Tuesday. Yeah. I don't fly tomorrow. No. Oh, brilliant. What but time is that? I'll watch that. Six o'clock. If we don't win in Geelong, we still have the Lexus as an option on Derby Day. Good. Well, that's really exciting, mate. We'll look forward to that. And um so, but hopefully we can win on wednesday and then we don't have to worry about running three days before the race and yeah we can just course. go straight to the melbourne cup although it worked that would for you. be that would be brilliant it did work but we've you know we only ran three times uh, during his prep last year in australia this time it'll be four if we do end up running the lexus and the melbourne cup so i don't know we'll see anyway he's in great form and looking forward to it george aside from prams and Installing car seats. Car seats. Are you busy over the next few remaining weeks? You will be a father next time yeah. we record this. Yeah, that's that that scaring that? crap. <laughs> Never mind running horses. That, How are you yeah. feeling about uh, right. pending paternity? No, I feel good. I just like I messaged a friend of ours called Tom Blaine. Had his baby during the sales. He's a cons- as a consigner. As um, what do they have? Boy or a girl? Girl. Girl. And I like messaged him today, like saying, like, mate, what's it feel like? He's like, it's <laughs> weird, but it's amazing. I don't know. It's just, you know, I, I'm not really. I, have you got a little girl? Have a girl. We haven't, yeah. Have so you got a name? No, have you no. decided on a name? Not set on a name. It's very much up for discussion once we right. meet her. Have you thought about that moment when you I finally really, get home are you going to go hospital? for some? Are you going to go for something really left field? Are you going left field? Mm, oh, no. he is. He is. That <laughs> hesitation. <laughs> I'll tell you, the, never I mean, mind names. The weirdest moment of being a, a parent is when you finally get home. There's no nurses, no doctors. You walk in and it's just oh, there will your be wife. Nurse. It's just you and your wife with the baby and you're sat there and you're sort of thinking, well, crikey, what do we do now? Yeah. You know, it's a big moment. Because it it feels like the kind of the world is ending when the baby comes in the sense that it's only just beginning. Do you know what I mean? I haven't thought about anything after the baby. So when we come back with the baby, it will just be like, Christ, well, what am I saying? I know, it's a mad moment there. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks time, you'll be sat here whenever we reconvene and I just cannot wait to hear Do her. Do you think she could, be our next, she could be she our could next be guest? guest? She could be our next guest. She could be our next guest. We get her in. It's so weird sitting in the, putting in the car yeah. seat yeah. into the thing. Yeah. So um, never mind horses to run then. There's more important things afoot. Um, but we must, before we sign off, have we? A winner for our charity bet. Anyone for what? our Fitstairs ch- charity bet. They kind of give us £100 for people that don't know. I've got lots of squeaks, but I haven't got anything I confidently pull up. I'd say Dragon Command will go well on the soft ground in a nursery tomorrow. At Yarmouth on Tuesday, but I wouldn't be putting him up. You you, you seem to be... I've got. Let's put it on Charlie, because you had a winner with Mole Davis of the charity bet. Charlie, <laughs> let's find us a charity bet winner, Fitstairs charity. And you can also nominate the charity that it's running in. What do we reckon? Right, I've got, a, I've got an interesting one. I have got an interesting one, and it could be a bit of a price, because she's not run for me before. And she's owned by, hopefully, your future trainer, George. Was this a filly that came from France? Philippa Cooper. And she's a filly called Princess Mathilde. She's come from uh, Francis Graffard in France. And um, she might run at Donny on Friday. 
How long has she been in the yard? She's been in the yard for about a month. Right. And she's Enough done, time for fellows to work is magic. She's done a couple of pieces of work. And actually, I spoke to Francis at Goffs, and he said she's quite a nice filly. I think she's stakes class. She's rated 80. She's running off 88. And this will be a stepping stone to the Gillies stakes at Doncaster. Well, you'll be dual-handed then. I will be dual-handed, both for Mrs. Cooper. Oh, I'm going to France, actually, on Saturday with Moore Davis. Charlie, how will your filly cope with the ground? I think she'll love the soft ground. She's got form on soft ground. Her work has been very good. I've been very impressed with it. And we've got Danny Tudhope booked, who's riding brilliantly. I had a fantastic season. She uh, has got to have a great chance on what I've seen at home. So I'm going to have 50 quid each way on her. And what's the name of this filly? Sorry, did I catch the name? Princess Matilde. Princess Matilde. Charity? There's so many good charities, aren't there? Have a think. Let's have a think. And when it's won, we can announce where it's going. Yeah, okay. right. That's what we'll do with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Any suggestions as well, put it on Twitter and we'll, they can go into the mix. We've exactly. mentioned Danny Tudhope there. We have just had our first champion of the year. I think we should give hats off to a first champion jockeyship for Oshin. Yeah, absolutely. He's had an incredible year. He's a, he's, a, um, he's a fantastic ambassador for the game as well and works very hard. Quality, quality rider. And he's done well. He's had an exception. Hungry. Yeah, I bet he just it. carries on, you know. He's yeah. hungry. He's a hungry little bugger. Yeah. I bet he goes and does it again. And he, he won't settle for one. No. He's fantastic. He's a fantastic rider. A nice guy. Yeah. It but, was a, a good result. And, uh, you know, if we're looking for someone maybe to take over the mantle from Frankie in, in time, Asheen, uh, he, he understands the press. He gets it. He's got a, yeah, you know, good. he's got a good personality and he's, and he's, you know, very interesting to talk to and he's a wonderful, wonderful jockey. So, yeah, I think we're going to see him around for a long, long time. And I wouldn't be, yeah, as George said, he's very hungry. I wouldn't be surprised to see him rack up a real um, row of, of jockeys championships if he, if he wants to. Especially, and I'm going to have a moan because we haven't had a moan or thing. This jockey championship thing's a farce, I think. It should, champion jockey should be run all year round should be run all year round that is the true that what, so from the first turf meeting to the last no turf from january the first to january the first the, the jockey that rides the most amount of winners should be crowned champion jockey now don't get me wrong i am not for one second taking away or sheen's achievement because i he would have i think he would have he's done it anyway he'd have done it anyway and most would but why? Why does it have no, to be? No, I, I would go from the first day of the turf. Yeah, to the I disagree last day of the completely. turf. So we yeah, but all weather's Lincoln become meeting. a huge part. Lincoln no one cares about the all weather. All so, weather's no, crap. I, I would go racing. Lincoln Day through to Doncaster Could, Handicap. Completely day. agree. No? That's how it should be. Should be. That is how it should be. I I'd understand be why they do it. Why they want to finish on Champions Day, but it does seem ridiculous that a Group One and the Racing Post Trophy does not count towards yeah, the jockeys. Championship. I agree with that. Bit of breaking news before we sign off here. Um, we've just seen the entry for this Saturday's Group 1 Futurity. Uh, 12 entries. How many of them are trained by Aidan O'Brien, guys? 11. What? <laughs> Which is incredible. Yeah, 11 of the 12. 11 of the 12. Andrew entries. Boulding is going to be the subject of some, some serious <laughs> team tactics. So Andrew Boulding being the sole, the other trainer with the might other well, one. They might as well just leave them all at home and film them on the gallops. Literally, we can all tune into Ballydor. They, they, they don't have to travel and we can just watch uh, the, you know, the Racing Post trophy. They can fly Carmelo over. Is it Carmelo? Yeah, yeah Andrew Boulding's horse. Well, I mean, that's, that's unprecedented, isn't it? I mean, even for 
even even taking into account the dominance of Aiden in 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 quite often by this time of year he becomes even more powerful, doesn't he? Yeah. And even taking that into account, I mean, that's extraordinary. Well, that's extraordinary. I don't as as yeah. I don't think has that ever happened. Like no, that. never happened. Not, before. In, not even in Henry's days of dominance in the late eighties, was there a bit ever an entry like that? I can't no. remember anything like that. It's incredible. Uh, how? But I mean, eleven of the twelve. You can't tell me that that John Gosden or William Haggis or. There must be. I can't believe there are any other horses around. But maybe then. I think maybe. there's been a slight, definitely been a lack of quality seven furlong miling horses, um, two year olds uh, in England this this summer. I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. It's 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 amazing. It's incredible. And just what Aiden, was did Aiden? It was his birthday, was it? Fifty. Fifty. I mean, again, just paid tribute to an absolute hero. I mean, I would have a picture of Aiden O'Brien on my wall in my bedroom if my wife let me. Did you uh, sorry while we're talking about Aiden? Did you see the I got? Did you see the gif of um, uh, Ryan Moore? The, the, there's a, a party and there's a whole load of people dancing around, and one person just stood there looking little kid, s- yeah, slum little kid. <laughs> I saw that, and they said when uh, Ryan Moore finds out he's going to Australia to ride ten sovereigns and not staying here for Champions Day. I mean, he, might, he I can't imagine he was best <laughs> best pleased with that for. Ten sovereigns finishing last in the Everest. And it's that outpace, wasn't it? Ten sovereigns. Just, the sprinters over there are so good. Fast and thrilled. I'm not sure about ten sovereigns' resolution either. I think. Um, yeah, he, he just never looked comfortable. But anyway, um, Aiden will win the Racing Post Trophy. You would think. Yeah. Unless Andrew Boarding has something to say. I think what we will just talk about before we sign off is the uh, England's rugby team. We did mention the rugby at the start, the Japan-South Africa game, but hey, what about England's win against Australia? That was absolutely fantastic, wasn't it? Oh, well, that was know a what? Route. It's so irritating that it's at nine o'clock in the morning. No, I love oh, it. Oh, the All Blacks, the semi. I haven't custom, watched any of it. I've got a custom bill. Did you not watch the game the other day? No, I watched a little bit at the end. I listened watch to it on, on the radio. Phone. On ITV Hub. So what are you going to do on Saturday morning? Well, I don't know. I don't That's know. one-off Do you know what I'm going to do? My father-in-law miss. is... Uh, my, my wife's family are coming up on Saturday. And I think we are going to pause the rugby, watch it on delay, turn off phones, <laughs> try and... So boring. Well, what, how, so I can't, sad. Some of us have got work to do. You're all right to take I your morning you... off watching Love Island, but you won't watch the rugby Love team. Island is in the evening, George. It's not I mean, in the morning. just bore off. Just change the lots round. Who Get wins? Out early Who wins and... the Rugby World Cup? Uh, England. England. Think we'll but it's, it's, it's a hard one to call, isn't it? Yeah. I, 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 the other morning when, when the England game was on, I messaged a uh, WhatsApp group of my friends who, who was all at school. I said, I just, wouldn't you just be lovely to wake up at 8.30, have a bacon sandwich, a cup of tea and watch the England game in bed? No, and, go to the pub and have a pint. Uh, the, actually, Surely. Yeah. And isn't it? instead we're snogging around. It's in the pitch p- black. Pissing rain. And it's just miserable. <laughs> knackered. Um, no, but that, I think that, so if you, if you have a normal job, that Saturday morning is Bliss, just getting up and watching the rugby in your pajamas. Yeah, that's the challenge for our trainers and how they're going to watch the game on Saturday without knowing the result. Or you're going to probably. I'm actually going to London to have the baby. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm staying. I've already made plans. You're going to London to have the baby. Well, we think it could be coming this weekend, so I'm staying in London a couple of nights. That's so convenient. (laughs) No, no, exactly. So I will be watching the rugby in bed. <laughs> Hopefully not a hospital bed. Sadly, I won't. If your owners are mine, you can be you know, rest assured that your horses are being trained. With no, me. if your owners and fellas do visit early Saturday morning, <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> 
Okay, that's another one in the can. Episode 16 coming soon. And if you don't already, why not subscribe to our podcast so there's no chance of you missing it. Follow us too on Twitter, at Bridal Podcast. As ever, thanks to Carl uh, from Cambridge TV for producing and thank you to everyone for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.